Welcome to the Bethel Church Austin Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this sermon by a special guest speaker. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit BethelATX.com. sovereign and you rule in the affairs of men. We welcome you. We welcome you in our home. We welcome you in our business. We welcome you, King of Glory, into Austin. We welcome you. We welcome your moving, Holy Spirit. And we give you thanks and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Can everybody lift up a mighty shout to Jesus? This feels like camp meeting to me. If you want to find your spot to sit, you can. presence is so strong in this place. I just want to read some of the things that the Lord gave me it was a few mornings ago as I was praying in to what what God wanted, what Abba wanted for these these services for this time. And I just As he would quicken them, I just wrote them. They just came in succession. He is altogether other than we are. And in all points tested as we are. Yet without sin. He that knew no sin became sin for us that we might become 
the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I love this one. He is not far from any one of us. That felt so good to say. I think I'll say it again. He is not far from any one of us. For in him we live and move and we have our being. It's Yahweh Shammah. He is the Lord that is here right now. He is the same Jesus that said, I will never leave you or forsake you. I will be with you to the end of the age. He is the friend that sticks closer than a brother. He is our elder brother. He has put eternity in the hearts of men. Just stop just a moment there and let's consider those that we pass every day. They may be altogether different than we are, but there's eternity in their hearts. Eternity is always calling. Always wooing, always drawing. And if we can awaken to the world around us and understand that may, they may seem very different than us, but there's something eternal that wants to work inside of them. His glory will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. That felt good too. I think I'll say it again. His glory will cover the earth like the waters cover the sea. We honor your glory in this house, Jesus. We thank you for filling us with the knowledge of your glory. We, feel, we thank you for filling us with a greater awareness of how close you are and how real your glory is. We declare Psalm 85 right now. Will you not revive us again? Will you not breathe on us again? Verse 6, will you not breathe on us again? Will you not revive us again? Verse 9, that glory may dwell in our land. have been seasons in our nation's history where weighty glory rested 
And wherever you find weighty glory, you will find transformation. Because it's in the glory of God that we are being transformed from glory to glory. We know that glory and goodness are the same to the Father. Moses specifically asked, show me now your way, show me your glory. And God's answer to him was, okay, I'm going to cause all of my goodness to pass in front of you. And the Lord just began to speak how he was slow to anger, abundant in mercy, all these different attributes. Revelation came to Moses. We just ask right now, Lord, for the spirit of revelation and the spirit of wisdom. That the eyes of our understanding would be opened and we would know you and that we know your way. We, Lord, move with you. Hebrews 8, 11, none of them shall teach his neighbor and his brother saying, know the Lord. For they shall all know him. From the least to the greatest. There is a knowledge of his love. There is a knowledge of his glory. He wants to release. I heard this also. The cry of Paul. I want to know him. I want to have intimate relationship with him. I want to have a heart knowledge of who he is and what he is about. I want to know him. Certainly in the power of his resurrection. But I also want to know him in the fellowship of his suffering. I want to be acquainted with him even in his death. And the last verse I heard that morning was in 1 Corinthians verse 4 and 9. God is faithful by whom you were called into fellowship with his son. We just, we just say, Jesus, you can have it all. to say, Jesus, we're yours for the kingdom. We can just say, Jesus, take my life and let it be consecrated to you. Lord, I pray for a fresh 
It's consecration of this generation, friends. Consecration. Separated to God for holy purpose. Thank you, Abba, 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 Abba. Thank you, Father. Let's just take a happy break right now. Thank you, Father. More. We say more, Jesus. We say more. We say more of your joy. We say more of your love. We say more of your goodness. We say more of your glory. We say more. We say more of your anointing. We say more, Jesus. More of your character. More of your nature. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Boy, there was an anointing on that last. <laughs> They're on a ride right now. <laughs> we say more, Jesus. It's all over us right now. Let the waves and billows of your mercy and love and goodness and grace just roll over this place. Roll over everyone that is watching, oh Lord, online now, God. We just pray for encounters in living rooms and kitchens and bedrooms, Jesus. Hey, I just kind of want to shoot again. That felt so good. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Jesus said, if I drive out devils with the finger of God, you can say the kingdom's coming near. We just thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for driving out fear, for driving out, Lord, uh, in inferiority. We thank you for driving out, uh, yeah, all the bad stuff. <laughs> well, We know that we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. <sighs> we know that we are not our own, that we have been purchased with an amazing price. Thank you, Father. I'll drink to that, hallelujah. <sighs>
you, Jesus. John 14. Most assuredly, I say to you that he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these shall he do because I go to the Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that will I do it, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. I've never been introduced as a theologian. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> now I'm off track. <laughs> oh. But we, more than any other part of the creation, we have the ability to ask the Father for anything. What, what do you ask for? Anybody want to expand what you're asking for? In this encounter I had with the Lord, I was preaching in Lincoln, Illinois, and the anointing had come, and everybody was on the floor, and the anointing was still flowing, so I didn't want to waste it. So I put my own hand on my head and I went down. <laughs> and the moment I hit the deck, I went up into heavenly realm. And I was there in a throne room encounter. And I began to ask the Father, I began to ask him, Lord, I want more of your Lord. I ask you for more of your love. I ask you for more of your glory. I ask you, Lord, for greater, greater anointing and power to see the sick heal, the dead raised, those, those kind of things. And then shame somehow came on me, over me in that, in that moment. And I said to him like this, I said, oh, Father, I'm so sorry that every time I am before you, I'm always asking you for something. Don't you feel used? And with loving thunder, he spoke back to me like this, I cannot feel used because I came to give. And then he began to put a screen up and he began to put scriptures on the screen. And then he would 
underlying aspects of that, that, those verses. And the first, the first verse that, that was on the screen was John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And he highlighted, like I have my iPad highlighted, these verses. It was the, it was like highlighted yellow. And he highlighted the words he gave. And the moment he highlighted it, he unlocked my understanding. To see that God's way is so different than ours. He is altogether other than we are. And if we have people asking and asking us, we think we're being used. But God cannot feel used. He came to give. And he showed me that highest level of love that Paul could reach for in classical Greek. It was like a little used phrase that spoke of agape, which means a sacrificial love. I want to just take a little pause right now and say, we are to present ourselves as living sacrifices. holy and acceptable to God, which is our reasonable service. We're not, a, we're not conscripts. We are sons and daughters of a benevolent, wonderful Father. And so we have, with this thing called our will, the power to choose. And we can have as much or as little of God depending upon where our values are. Anybody just want, right now, just want to say, I want more. I want more. I want more of Abba's love. I want more of Father's glory. I want more of the beauty of Jesus being seen on my life. I want more of the power of the Holy Spirit. I want more. And then I realized the longer he kept showing, I won't go into all the different scriptures, but after the encounter, I realized I could ask him for anything, and he would do it. And the first thing that I did once I awakened and understood, I quoted Psalm 2 to him, Lord, I ask you for the nations. I ask you for the heathen. And I ask you for the uttermost parts of the earth for my possession. Quickly, let's move on down. 
in verse 15. If you love me, keep my commandments and I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. There are so many ways that the orphan spirit manifests. And because of the breakdown of God's intention for marriage, God's intention for a home and family, because there's been this unbridled assault against what God ordained. There's a confusion. There's a darkness. It's like Genesis 1-1. There's this confusion and darkness again in the earth. light going to come into that darkness through you and I? Appreciate your enthusiasm right now. Through you and I. He wants to live out his life inside of us. He wants to create in us and through us. He wants to use us and help us to free others from the orphan spirit. I just want to declare right now over Bethel Austin, this is home, this is family. This is just a, our family meeting right now. Maybe we'll have good barbecue tomorrow. Maybe have a good barbecue tonight. <laughs> How many you want to get so tender you don't need a fork? And you don't need teeth. <laughs> Save the teeth, Lord. <laughs> Quickly, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. You're never alone. He is always with you. And he will continue to be with you till the end of the age. He will walk with you. He will speak to you. He will guide you, even with his eye, if you can look at his face long enough. And then finally, 
on down. If a man love me and keeps my words, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. The word manifest means to bring into view, bring into clarity. Manifest means to show up and to show off. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. If anyone loves me, verse 23, and keeps my word, him will my Father love, and we will come and we will make our home in him. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. How many like and love the Holy Ghost? How many want Holy Ghost power? How many want to be led by Holy Ghost? Filled with Holy Ghost? Understand the goodness of Abba. If we who are evil knows how to give gifts to our children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give to those that ask his Holy Spirit? You will not bankrupt heaven by asking him for anything. Can we just take another one of those paws right now and right where you are, would you just begin to ask him for what you need, what you want from him? Would you just do that now? Let's just take a few moments right now. And you just be, if you have loved ones, if you have challenge in your job, challenge at your home, if you have challenge in your body, would you just ask Abba, if you need money, if you need shelter, if you need a car, if you, whatever you need, just ask him right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hey, I say Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. 
I want to read verse 26, at least verse 25 now. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things. My peace I leave with you, I give to you, not as the world gives to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. The helper, the helper has come. That word in the Greek, parakletos, means the one who walks along with us, the one that is near. He's the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. I can tell you this, through our history of movements of revival, I can tell you that we are standing right now on the most powerful revival movement that the earth has ever seen. We are standing on the threshold right now. When men's hearts fail them because of fear, when we realize that our faith that we put in the systems of government, the systems of finance, these systems that are temporal, that are crumbling, we begin to understand that really our only hope is God. Our only hope is Jesus. And when we begin to understand that, guess what happens? It begins to move us. It begins to empower us to pray, Lord, would you sweep through America again? Would you sweep through Austin? Would you begin to move in our schools, in our universities? Would you begin to move in the government? Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. If you just uh, want this, would you just stand up now? Maybe we should laugh again. from the religious vestiges in our life, God. All right, now let's just begin to pray corporately again. You just pray for all that Jesus has for you. You just pray. And I do, I do want to just, if you feel the need and you want to just build a fresh altar, 
then you're welcome to just come to this front and you can kneel, stand, or pray and just begin to just release heartfelt prayer. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father. Pray out now. Just begin to pray out. Just begin to pray out with your voice. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Stacy, come up and pray over us right now. Thank you, Jesus. We want more of you, Father. More of your love, God. Pour it out. Thank you for your oil that is in this house, God. Open the floodgates of heaven, Father. We need you. We need you, Jesus. We love you. We love you. We love you. Come and have your way in our hearts, God. Pour into every part, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for a fresh surrender tonight, God. That we say, come, Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way in our families, God. Have your way, God, in our families. God, thank you that you're moving in our children, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you for the fire that is being released across this nation right now. I thank you that though we live under the flag of the red, white, and blue, we bow our knee under the banner of the blood of Jesus Christ. And I thank you that this blood is dripping across state to state, city to city, region to region, and the overflow that's going to happen from this nation will go global. And I thank you, God, for the generational synergy that is uniting. I thank you, God. I declare to the Mordecais, the Esthers need you. I declare to the Naomi's, the Ruth's need you. I declare, Father, and I thank you for the goodness of the Lord and the land of the living that is being released across this nation nation. I thank you, God, that we bow our knee to no other king but King Jesus. I thank you, Father, that the ecclesia is rising in this hour and that the authority that we carry on our lives can set the discourse of the day. And the media will not have the final say of what happens in this nation, but the ecclesia and the church rising will have the say of what happens in this nation. So I thank you, Father, for the holy convocation that is falling upon your people. I thank you for the fear of the Lord that is falling upon this nation, that is falling upon the generations. And God, we bow our knee and we submit to your authority. We submit to the will of God in our lives. And I thank you that this is the church's finest hour. This is the bride of Christ's finest hour. And not even, there's an exclamation point on December. And I thank you, God, that we are going out of 2020 singing and we will sing our way into 2021. I thank you that what is happening right now, that this, this prayer, 
praise and this glory and this joy of the Lord that is our strength will set the tone, not just for the new year coming, but will set the tone for the decade. So we honor you, Father. We praise you, Father. And we stand here because we know, God, that you love a good ending. So I thank you that 2021 is just the beginning of the Ecclesia's finest hour and that this decade will shine. So I thank you, God, for the momentum that is being released even among the community right now. I thank you, God, that we are moving and we are shifting and we are transitioning. And I thank you that awakening is happening now. I thank you that transformation is happening now. And I thank you for the reformation that is happening among the city of Austin and this nation. And God, I thank you that America will be known as a nation of reformation. But God, we thank you for the seeds that are happening in Austin, seeds of reformation that will be spread out internationally. So I thank you for the hearts in this room tonight that you are here for such a time as this. And you, may you walk in one way, you have been marked by this camp meeting and you are leaving another way to spread the good news of the gospel, to realize the authority that you carry as the ecclesia of Jesus. And Jesus, we praise you and we honor you and we glorify you and we thank you for your cross and that the cross is being released in this nation in a fresh way in this hour. Tonight, let Austin wake up tomorrow morning knowing that there is hope, there is glory, there is momentum. And Austin, I declare to you that your best days are ahead. America, I declare over you, your best days are ahead. Ecclesia, I declare over you, your best days are ahead. So if you need prayer, can we have our, our team come up? you need prayer, someone to agree with you, you can just come. I'm going to ask our team just to lead us in worship. And uh, Lord, we just thank you that for your blessing over your people. We thank you for the favor of your face over your people. We thank you that you arise and shine over us with the glory of the Lord that it will be seen on us. And we ask you for continuing encounters with your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit BethelATX.com.